Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Sherapy. Uh, this is Sherry Todd, and yeah, I'm a little late with the episode, but doing the other podcasts, I've got kind of got I got kind of behind, but I'm caught up now. So, I guess what I wanted to talk to, I read something, I thought I'm going to talk about this. So I was reading an article on Botox, and they were talking about the number one reason nowadays why people were getting or women. We're getting Botox. It struck me as funny because I have this same condition and I've never ever once thought of getting Botox. But the number one reason nowadays that people are women, I keep saying people, but women are getting Botox is to get rid of resting bitch face. I have a resting bitch face. Had it my whole life. We didn't call it resting bitch face back in the day, but my whole life, people have come up to me and, and said, you know, how many times I've heard them say, why are you mad? What's wrong? Um, I've had people come up to me and say they didn't want to approach me because they were afraid of me because I look so mean, you know, and that makes me laugh. So now women are now getting Botox to get rid of that resting bitch face so they'll be more approachable. You know, so if it has to do with business or getting, you know, a, a, a spouse, whatever, a relationship, that they want to get rid of the Botox that will kind of lift that that mean frown that we have and that brow, that furrow in our brow. I've never, ever thought about getting Botox because it's, you know, it's poison, right? And, and they stick it in your face. And I'm one of these people, I'm not like a health nut, but I kind of think, try to kind of think logically, like, like, that's one of the reasons I've never smoked, because it didn't seem like a good thing to put smoke into your lungs. I just thought, well, that can't be good. Same with the vaping. I, I think that's vaporized water. You're putting water and oils into your lungs. That can't be good. So... You know, but to each their own. Would I ever get plastic surgery? Would I ever get Botox? And I'm in the lower income tax bracket. So, you know, I don't really have the money to run out and do stuff like this. So I was seriously thinking, now that I'm getting older, would I do that if I had the money? Would I go and have plastic surgery or, or just Botox to tighten things up for I don't know how long it lasts, a couple months. Would I do that? And I think I might. I think I might. I wouldn't get the drastic, you know, facelift, you know, the Kenny Rogers facelift, you know. Not to be mean, but come on. Kenny Rogers, you know, when we saw him, when he came out, I remember going, that's not Kenny Rogers. Is that Kenny Rogers? That's not Kenny Rogers. I mean, it did not look like him. So I wouldn't want to get a facelift where I totally, no one would recognize me. You know, I wouldn't mind getting to get rid of, you know, the jowls that you get now and 
and maybe tighten up your neck that's a little bit looser. You know how everything just kind of falls? Kind of just tighten it up a little. I don't mind a little bit of wrinkles. I really don't. Um, But just to bring the cheek part kind of up a little bit. But I don't know. I don't know if I would. I've, I've seen the procedures done. I mean, I'm big breasted and I've seriously thought about getting um, a breast reduction only because it's so painful for my back and my shoulders and things. But then I saw a documentary and I saw what they did and I'm like, holy crap, there's no way. No, I don't even, I know. And then they say that, you know, sometimes women, you know, they have no feelings left in their, in their breasts. And I thought, well, I don't want that. You know, I freak out when I can't feel my face when I get my teeth done, you know? So yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe a little tightening, maybe, I don't know. I would have to think about it, but it would be something that I would consider. Back in the day, I, you know, when I was younger, I, you know, I wouldn't need it and I didn't care and I thought it was crazy, but, but yeah, I, I would, uh, I would probably think about it, but I would probably, I don't know. It would depend, you know. Get me in a higher tax bracket and, and we'll talk. Now, another thing that I found funny and interesting and kind of sad, but men are getting Botox done too. But it's not for what you think they're getting it done. What do you think men, the number one reason men are getting Botox? Can you guess what it is? It's getting it in their scrotum. Seriously, they're getting Botox shot into their scrotum. Yeah. And the reason is, you know, you know, it, it, as they get older, I guess, the, the, the scrotum drops just like everything else. And it, it becomes painful. So they get the shot, that huge needle stuck in their scrotum to, you know, tighten it up so it, it doesn't. I guess hurt as much. I guess I, I I don't know, but you know it's it's definitely not to make their penis look nicer because I don't think any kind of Botox would help with that. Because come on, women, really, how many penises have we saw and we looked at it and went, that's a damn good looking penis. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. So that's the reasons why people are getting Botox nowadays, men and women. And I just thought that'd be kind of interesting. So what I want to talk about next is something that um, it's, I don't know, it could be a little controversial. I don't know. It's about influencers. And uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Now, there's a lot of influencers out there making lots of money. That you, you can find them on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know. They could be on uh, Inst- or they could be on Snapchat. I, I don't know. Um, I do follow follow some of them. Not on YouTube. I don't. I don't go on YouTube a lot. But there are some influencers, if you want to call them that, on um, Instagram that I follow, and I don't really have a hard problem with it at first. Um, some of the influencers that I follow, I usually follow the ones that do the inspirational uh, quotes and things. I, I find that influential to me. It kind of makes me feel better reading them. And that's kind of like what I try to do too. I try to to um, put inspirational quotes out there just to, you know, for me, it makes me feel a little better, you know, kind of cheers me up a little bit. So that that's what I try to do. Um, and some of them, they have 
thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. And I'm thinking, oh, that's good to have all those followers. But I never really looked past it. And I looked past, I went to a website on a couple of these just to see what their websites were like because I was developing a website. So I wanted to kind of get some inspiration and, and maybe, you know, let's be honest, copy something that they're doing. So I went on them and most of them, not all of them, but they were just ads. They they would they they didn't even have hardly any of their stuff that they posted on their Instagram page. But you went to the website and it was just ads, ads. Them, you know, them hawking stuff. And I get it. You know, you want to make money. And um, you know, if somebody came to me and said, you know, Sherry, I want you to promote my book on you know overcoming sexual abuse, and I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll do it. But I don't know. I, I, you know, there's this one guy that I was following, and and I, I forgot. It's millionaire something. I don't know. And the only reason I started following him because I got a book um, that talked about um, how to get more Instagram followers. You know what you had to do to do it. You know, and so and he had you know an Instagram page. So obviously, I wanted to go to his Instagram page to see what you know how he was doing it. And his is basically on um, uh, motivational to be an entrepreneur type stuff. And so I was following him and, you know, his wife is, is I guess, in part of it. She she's, does something else. She does Monet, which I, I didn't. And when I first followed, I didn't know. I have some family members that do Monet too. But I was watching it and he like, he was, he was like, started promoting like CBC oil or, or whatever it's called, or it might have been a pill. And I thought, well, what does that have to do with being an entrepreneur? You know, he says, well, I use this when I work out and, you know, it makes me feel better and it gets rid of all my aches and pains. And I thought, do you really use that? Or does someone just say, hey, you got millions of followers and I want you to promote this stuff for me and I'm going to pay you, you know, $10,000. And he's like, sure, I'll do it. So I don't know how you know, if it's just about money, then yeah, for me, it's not really just about money. It's about really, I want to influence people. And I don't even like that word. I, I want to show people my experience and how I've overcome things. And hopefully, if you, if you, not hopefully, but if you're going through what I've gone through, then maybe hopefully I've influenced you to understand and maybe feel better. And, and see that there's maybe some kind of, you know, there's a way out. You don't have to keep feeling the way that you're feeling. There, there are ways out because I've done it. You know, and there's, you know, Kardashians, I guess those are influ people that influence, you know, and you got people that, you know, they're, they want you to buy their clothes. You know, they, you're influenced by their clothes, by their hair, by their shoes, by you know, the cars they drive, you know, and, it's like, you know, I want to be influenced by myself. I want to look in my mirror and say, wow, I want to be influenced by my, my courage. I want to be influenced by my passion. I want to be influenced by my vulnerability. You know, that's what I want to influence myself with. You know, I get everybody's got to get, you know, the hustle. They got to get out there and hustle. But when it comes to being influenced, I want to be influenced not by clothes, 
not by TV shows, not by a person who's standing there holding up, you know, a bottle of perfume that they want you to buy. I want to be influenced by what they do, their actions. You know, what kind of hero are they? So when I look at myself in the mirror, I want to say, I want to be influenced by, you know what? I did a good thing today. I was this, I did that. You know, moral stuff that is influential in a good way. That material stuff, I don't know. That, to me, it's, I don't know if I really want to be influenced by that. You know, maybe they need to use another word, but, you know, that's what I think. An influencer is somebody out there who's influenced you to do something that they're doing or something that they own or something that they're pushing or something that they're selling, and they're influencing you to buy it. I want to be influenced by the good, the goodness that you're doing. I want to be influenced by your human nature, your morals, you know, that's, that's what I want to be influenced by. I want to be influenced by me. I want my influences to be copied by my family and my friends. That's what I want. I want to be influenced. Courage, compassion, love. That's what I want to be influenced by. And that's all I have to say about influencers. So go for that hustle. But for me personally, when I'm looking at anything, especially myself, I want to make sure that that's the things that influencing me, things that I'm doing that have to do with compassion and courage and love. That's what I want to be influenced by. So you all know that I have started a podcast with my cousin Debbie. Um, um, my cousin Kathy is, uh, she's uh, on the first podcast, she's she's on there and we talk about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> my brother, he listened to it and he said, yeah, it's just a bunch of cackling women. I'm like, geez, Randy, call you grandpa. Where you come up with that saying? But we, you know, cousin to cousin is just about us sitting around having a good time, having fun. Nothing serious. I mean, once in a while, maybe we'll talk about something serious. The first episode we did kind of talk about, I, I guess maybe it was a little bit serious, but you know, I say it was political, they say it wasn't, but, you know, we talked about ghosts, and we've, since then, I think we've done about four more podcasts, and they're all just super fun, and we have, we're so excited, we're going to be doing just, it's just fun, crazy stuff, you know, and we just want you to be like an eavesdropper, just sitting in, eavesdropping, and, you know, if you know Debbie and I, or, or Kathy, and you want to be part of the podcast, come on, show up on podcast day, we have it usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Show up, sit down, and we'll we'll chat. We'll chat about what's going on in your life, you know? But that's what the podcast is about. If you haven't listened to it yet, go to Cousin to Cousin. You can go on Apple Podcast and you know, all all the other ones. Leave a comment, rate us, you know, and just tell us what you think. And it'll just be just, you know, it's just fun. Just fun. We need some fun nowadays. So I hope you have a great week. I hope October is starting out great for you. I hope you're getting all ready for the holidays. I'm kind of getting excited about the holidays. It's already started decorating and yeah, this is a fun time of year. So 
Anyway, have yourself a great week. I appreciate you taking the time out to listen. And remember, always to embrace your voice. See you, bye. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.